everybody, and welcome to another episode of And I'm All Set, hanging out with fearless leader, Mini Nozoom. I am Pyro. I forgot who I was for a second. <laughs> Kesey and Frog La Na Stick. Okay, because I get I got yelled at last week when I added an S. A freaking Gnostic. Frog Gnostics <laughs> is what I like to call them. I'm just going to call you Sticks from now on, though. Sticks. 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 Is fine, because Sticks is so misleading, as if I'm a skinny man with stick-like legs. Or, or, no, that's not, that come that will come out sounding so not. I do have like, nice shapely legs, though, but like a gut, so I'm kind of built like an ice cream cone that's melting in the sun. I don't know how to or more like a popsicle. So, ladies, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> more like a popsicle. <laughs> if that's your fancy... Come get some of this Sunday. Nazum wants to pour his chocolate fudge all over this Sunday, though. Ooh, thank you, Mordecai. <laughs> Always. I don't know if I like. I've worn a bra far too long today, or something. But my boobs hurt. My boobs hurt just, too. Just unscrew them. You can't unscrew your boobs. Oh, they're attached. Oh, mine are way different then. Yeah. So we started a conversation before the start of the podcast. We were talking about, you know, when I win the Powerball, when I win the lottery right now, the, our local uh, lottery is up to $850 million. We were talking about gerbils and guinea pigs. It, 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 we did eventually. That was like right before we went live. Whatever you're into, uh, we don't kink shame. Minnie was just, you know, Letting her oldest know that the two youngest children will be getting a pet hamster. So I suggested, you know, um, in vengeance to get a really large python. <laughs> yeah. You know. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the idea of them getting a hamster. But at the same time, I don't want to have to keep another thing alive in this house. Yep. And that's mm -hmm. always what ends up happening. Hey, Minnie, you want to know a secret? Walk oh. around with these pythons every day. Um, so, <laughs> but if if I did win the lottery, we were talking about how I would get us babysitters for our children, and we would go kidnap Nizun from the UK and go party like a rock star in Amsterdam. Which led you know us... Broad how we weren't invited? What happened? I said, you, I said, you know, as Frog, how we weren't invited? <laughs> I'm, in, yeah, I'm invited. Yeah, every, everybody. Oh, okay. Well, not everybody. I don't want listeners to be like, oh, yeah, cool. I hope you win. So then we're all going to go to Amsterdam. No, I mean, like, everybody <laughs> here and, and our close personal friends and loved ones that we would like to take along with us, i.e. significant others. Anyways. Um... It's really hard to get hookers if I take my significant other. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joking on you if you're watching. <laughs> it wasn't at the last line before the top of the cup. So then we started talking about absence. I love you. And then I was going into a story about how I had real absinthe because we don't have, you know, 
regular absinthe here in the U.S. It's just like you know the McDonald's of absinthe. It's just cheap and <laughs> yeah. You have the they sell it at you McDonald's. Have, you have the Wormwood, uh, Wormwood free uh, absinthe, which yeah. is pointless. so. I did get my hands on a bottle of true absinthe. And I was starting to tell a story that I thought that I had brought up and said thousands of times to you guys. But apparently I haven't. So I figured it would be a good podcast story. So story time with Pyro and the misadventures that led up to getting a taste of true absinthe. So I dated this girl who I went to high school with and... In high school, I really liked her, but never got the courage to ask her out. Years later, I grew up. I became an adult. You know, we reconnected. We had conversation. One thing leads to another. A couple of dates, and then we were boyfriend and girlfriend. All right. So my my birthday, the first birthday that I had while dating this person the gift she gave to me was a guinea pig. Who the weird f- gift. Who the fuck? And like literally, I think we were only oh, together yeah. like a month at this point in time. You know, that's a huge commitment. Right? A fucking like, guinea pig. It's like here's a being for you to take care of and clean and make sure it doesn't die. Anyways, so. She had these friends who I became friends with, and one of them was in the army, in the military. So they traveled, you know, across the world. And on one of his um, deployments, he managed to get himself a bottle of absinthe, and he was able to bring it back home. And he had it for a, a while and one night we were all hanging out and he's like oh i'm gonna run to my house real quick i got something that we should have so we're all hanging out he only lived down the street so he goes he picks up the bottle he comes back and holy fuck i don't know i can't even tell you how many shots of abs it got to the point where we were just sipping it out of the bottle I can't even fucking tell you like what happened that night. It it's all a blur. Um, it was some crazy shit happened. Somehow a, a chair got caught on fire. Um, I ended up wearing in somebody else's pants, like physically wearing their pants. I don't, I don't remember how that night played out. That stuff is fucking crazy and what more fun would be to go to Amsterdam and get drunk on absinthe with my friends anyways so that's the absinthe story now here's the drama so after only a few months me and this chick break up because turns out she was you know fucking crazy so seven seven o'clock in the morning all right uh, my phone's ringing and she's outside my house demanding that I return the guinea pig to her. Now, mind you, I have kids, kids who 
fell in love with said guinea pig. And I was just like, really? Like, my kids are so upset over this. Like, And she just, she's in her car across the street from my apartment. She's like, I didn't buy it for your kids. I bought it for you. <laughs> like, it was fucked up, man. That was crazy. crazy. Right. And the reason why we broke up is because she was certain that me and my son's mom were, were like still a thing. At the time, I wasn't even talking to my son's mom. Like I like it was like almost a year since I've I heard a peep from my son's mom. Right. And it was all because of like Facebook pictures from where it said about a year ago. She's like, you told me you it's been over a year. I said, no, I said it's about a year, you know, kind of like the picture says, you know, about a year. It, it, it didn't say last week, you know, two days ago. No, about a year ago. So maybe not exactly 12 months, you know. But close to around. Maybe 11 about. and a half. Hey, maybe 12 and a half months. Either way, it's still about a fucking year. And it was ridiculous, like, how mad she was. Like, she was yelling at me. And I'm like, I don't think I can do this. This is a little much. Yeah. It's like, this is like two months into the relationship, and this is what's going to happen? Man, I'm already buying me living things and yelling at me about stuff that happened over about a year ago. I don't think I want to subscribe to see the future of my six months. You know? Yeah. I think I want to end yeah. my subscription now. The what a crazy. Oh, all right. Wait a minute. Teenager just came home and she comes fucking walking in with this thing. <laughs> I have two. What the fuck is that? Like, can, can, you... can, can I have one? No, I need it. I was told Sam I was going to get him one. Actually, he doesn't know that I have yeah, I mean, I just want to borrow it from time to time just to prop them up behind me. Sure. You could also, maybe they'll sponsor you. No, I don't. I'm just going to do. Maybe they'll sponsor you. This, and, and then I'll put tape <laughs> over that. Okay, I love you. Bye, Miles. Hey, be Taylor. careful. Thank There's you for fire coming. back there. You can't get his name right, you can't Watch out for the fire. Watch out for the fire. I'll burn you. Sorry, he didn't get his name correct. Anyway, so that is how I. <laughs> I had a fucking crazy night with absinthe. I think it was probably her pants I ended up wearing. I, when my, I would just like to state for the record, one of my favorite drinks of all time is absinthe and lemonade. Ooh. Absolutely fantastic. It's it's one of the nicest drinks ever. I will sit and drink that all day long until I have really bad. No, you're just the legit hey. absinthe, right? Right, and have mm. you drank a whole bottle of that? No, because I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I did, I had no fucking idea. We killed that bottle, and there was probably only about now, I, six or five I, of us. Over over here, you can like it's the the highest the 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 largest bottle you can get is like a thirty five cl. So we're talking. Maybe one third of a liter, yeah. give or take. This bottle, um, I would say, is about just a little bit 
maybe like half the size of like a American. I don't know if you guys have the big bottles of soda that you put in your fridge. Yeah, we. Mm-hmm. That was probably one liter. Or, or but we. Yeah, like um, with the with the stuff over here, it's like sixty percent proof. Um, designed not to be drunk on its own. Like you water it down with an absent painting and the sugar cube and the spoon and all of that lovely stuff. Um, yeah, I watered yeah, it down with more absinthe. I was fucking <laughs> seeing color, like hearing colors and tasting smells. I. <laughs> I, I taste smell today. <laughs> you did taste a smell today. Oh, poor <laughs> Minnie. Poor Aww. Minnie had a WMD, Aww. a biological weapon in her son's room, and she triggered it. Oh, oh, God. Oh. I Teenagers are so gross. Like They really are. My son hasn't showered in five days. Why do they oh. do that? Why do they know. do that? Like, that reminds me, my kid needs to take a shower. But what? Like, can they not smell themselves? Like, they don't do it. No, they, they don't they care. Become nose they just put on cologne. They become nose blind to it, you know? Oh my God, yeah. it's like having a bunch of little pig pens running around the house. That's funny. That's my, what my mom my used to call me as a kid. Pig pun. Like, it's like a cloud of dust just follows like, you. Body spray, he's fine. My mom he's used to call me Sally Brown because in the old Charlie Brown comics, and she cut it out and put it on the fridge for many, many years, is Sally Brown who forgot to do her school project, so she slammed a bunch of wire hangers and bent them together and bullshitted her way through it. And somehow managed passing. Mom's like, oh my god, it's you. And it stayed on our fridge forever. Not now I want to see I can picture My dad used to call school. me Mud. He said that I wasn't worthy of a name. He just called me Mud and he would call me to the table. And he'd say, hey Mud, come eat your dinner. My, that's, my son that's not a delightful story, I'm sorry. I had to do a science project once. And I was a slacker and I waited to the last second and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I have a science project for the science fair. And my mom's like, oh, when is it due? I was like, the end of the week. She's like, well, what the fuck are you waiting for? <laughs> Come on, what are you, stupid? Anyways, so I was just like, I went to the toy store and picked up two of those wobbly you know, those balls that wiggle around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, do know. Well, I got two of them, and they had, like, raccoon tails attached to the end of them. And I bought a package of Duracell batteries and a package of Energizer batteries. And I put the different batteries in each one. And th- the whole basis of the my science fair project was to see which battery, in fact, was the, in, you know, better battery. I got a B plus on it, so, and I just came up with it like within seconds. That's more of a market study than it is a science project. Hey, <laughs> they accepted more it, though. I will, but I will tell you this: I just for the record, this isn't a hashtag, not an ad. But the Duracell Bunny will kick ass every single time. Just well, saying. 
to be fair, I didn't really do it properly. <laughs> and and the product was like a cheesy like novelty toy, which in itself wasn't efficient, you know? So it would stop working and not because the batteries were dead, it was because, you know, the it, toy was shit. It was a piece of shit. Yeah. So but I just got really fancy with my cardboard, my board thing. I forgot what are the poster board. And I just, at the time, yes, we did have internet. We had America Online. And yes, you could search for stuff. So I looked up like what made up a battery and like how they were made. And like I, you know, I didn't plagiarize. I took the information and just put it in my own words. You know, changed a few things around. Those poster yeah. boards are really intimidating, though. Like, you would get, like, your regular Bristol board, and that was fine. It was a little less intimidating. But then when you got into, like, the trifold board territory, you had all this more space you had to cover. And to somebody who's in, like, elementary school or middle school, you're just like, whoa. I don't know. I always found them very intimidating. Like, how do you fill that much space about like sponges? My favorite ones are like in elementary school science fairs where like you get to walk around and look at it and you could totally tell whose parents did everything, you know, because the kids standing yeah. off to the side and the parents just standing there like, do you see this one? It's pretty <laughs> great. You know? Like... Yeah. Well, Pyro, what grade was that? Because if it was like your what was, junior, or no, I think it was like fourth, fifth uh, grade. Oh, I was gonna say because if it was like your high school years, you could have just done your science project on how you made a baby. Yeah, <laughs> with another verse. <laughs> well, you see, kids. Oh my! I get one of those make I make make a makeshift fucking carnival game you know the one where you squirt the water into the uh button and the horses yep. race except you know, i would remove horses and put fucking sperm going to the egg <laughs> like which one of you is going to be the fastest swimmer <laughs> out of penis guns too you know <laughs> oh man my no. sperm was just like, come winning. We, we didn't, we weren't forced to do the science fair in high school. I chose, like, I did all my hard classes except for math um, my first couple of years. Like, I did all my history classes the first two years, uh, my sciences, and of course, you needed an English class. But my last couple of years in high school, I, I was all like art classes like i had double theater and i had video production but i had to do many years of the same um math class i failed pre-algebra one uh my freshman year so bad at math. passed it my in 10th grade what's that sophomore is that junior i always get them confused so, junior oh junior all right uh, so 10th grade, I passed it. Then I had to do like algebra one the following year, fucking failed it. And I had to take it again my senior year and I passed it. Thank God. I mean, I better have. I did it twice. Two times. See, I think what it was, I half paid attention the first year I failed, right? 
but I have paid attention again. But paid attention again? No, I have half paid attention. Until the part mentioned. So like I I only so I was able to get, you know, part one my first oh, year of high school. Very Dude, he's I, like, uh, after uh, the fucking week I had, like, I'm still pissed off. Like, hey, Pyro, you want the rest of this brownie that I had last night? I don't, I want to eat it again. No, I don't know. I mean, how big is it? I'll split it with me. <laughs> it's so, so fucking strong, dude. You want it? Oh, Pyro will end up in the hospital. Do not give him that. I couldn't, I couldn't get out of bed, dude. I couldn't yeah. get up to brush my teeth. I was so fucking stoned, dude. This guy, I had to, like, it's like I am oh, I am floating. Dude, it made my body feel like water. Man, that's the fuck oh man, let me tell you. This shit was next level, dude. Having an anxiety attack while fucking super high is not that's a the worst. time. It's not You got to remember to breathe. You got to breathe. All right, so the reason why they're saying I shouldn't have this brownie is because I, all right. In the wise words of Mitch Hedgeberg, okay, I used to do drugs. I mean, I still do, but I used to, too. Right. As you would take a hit from a bowl. Anyways, I used to be a hardcore pothead. I do still smoke pot, but just not as much as I used to. Um, one, I don't get high like I used to, which sucks. You know, when I was in my teens and 20s, man, that was the best highs of my life. It was great just driving around with your friends, listening to fucking Outcast. I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Right? Like the music, you know, or either that or, uh, uh, disturbed, you know. Anyways, anyways, so I went to the doctor's office. I found out I had high cholesterol. My doctor thinks he's a hilarious individual, which, all right, to his credit, he is fucking amusing, and it's never, like, a boring time in the doctor's office. He's always cracking jokes. Anyways, he comes in, and he's all deadpan. He's like, dude, like, like with an accent. He's like, dude, do you want to fucking die? Dude, do you want to fucking die? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, your cholesterol guy. <laughs> if you don't, if we don't take care of this cholesterol, let me tell you, you're gonna be you're gonna be sleeping with the fishes. You're gonna be six feet under. And now I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, mob doctor. <laughs> well, he would do like voices. It was fucking. Oh, all right. So, anyways, later on that night, I'm fucking sitting on the couch smoking a bowl like any other night and i'm and i'm watching this show called neighbors it's about this family that moves in to a you know a community like neighborhood but the neighbors are aliens and they're all fucking weirdos and named after sports people like there's this little kid who lives on the street and his name is dick butkus <laughs> and it's a crazy ass show. They had some guy working on the house and he has a heart attack and dies like right there. Oh my. So I'm stoned 
and I see this happening, then all of a sudden I'm sucked back into my doctor's office. And it was like in those weird movies where like somebody's like having a, a freak out and whatever's caused triggered it is like spiraling around the screen, you know, like like my doctor's like, Do you wanna fucking die? Like spinning around and I'm just hearing it over and over again in my head and I'm just like what the fuck? And then all of a sudden my heart started like racing. Now I'm like, what the fuck? Am I, am I having a heart attack? Like, you know, so now I'm putting, I'm putting myself through a full body of a full mental body scan MRI of what possibly could be fucking going on in, in this moment. Cause I have never experienced this in my lifetime. So I'm bugging the fuck out. But I have yeah. kids, so I have to do it internally so they don't stop freaking out. So I'm sitting on my couch, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, you know. Did you run up and down the stairs? Wait, His heart was racing. Ash, like... Ash's mom is all looking at me like, she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going to get up for a minute. I would get up. I walked into the kitchen, walked back into the living room. Then I'm like, I need to go see my kids. So I walked into my son's room, and I was like, bud, I love you. Gave him a big hug, a big kiss, because in my brain, I'm thinking I'm fucking dying. So then I go into <laughs> Caitlin's room. I, laugh, I do the really same funny. thing, right? Then I go into Ash's room and, and do the same thing, and I'm like, oh. Now I'm starting to sweat, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. Like, am I overreacting? Like, is this the weed? Am I just, what the fuck's going on? So now I'm running up and down really? the stairs because my heart is now pounding so fast. And I'm like, maybe if I do something that would be, uh, uh, that would cause you, to, your heart to pound this fast, it won't be so bad. So I'm fucking running up and down logic. the stairs. Up and down the stairs. And then... Now, mind you, I was streaming for an, an official Xbox yeah. channel at this time, and I was supposed to go live in 20 minutes. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, I, I think at this point in time, I'm texting Frog, and I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going on. I'm freaking out. And so finally, I'm like, I got to say something no, you just in me. case. You me. Right? I'm gonna call me. Well, not yet. At this point in time, I didn't call you yet. So I go oh, to Ash's mom. I'm like, all right, this is what's happening. My heart is racing unreasonably fast. I don't know what's going on. And she's like, should I call an ambulance? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think it's time yet. I don't want to do that yet. And then, like, it start, like, I started to calm down. I was like, all right, my heart is calming down. I was like, okay, okay, all right. I was like, I think I'm fine. It's time to stream. I'm going to go set myself up. And so she's like, do you want me to come and sit down with you down there just in case? I was like, yeah, maybe you should, you know. And so she's sitting on the couch behind me. I'm sitting down in the thing. I turn everything on and I hit the go live button. My countdown's going on. And I'm like, all right, okay, cool. This will distract me. I'll be fine. And then all of a sudden my heart was just like, fucking take two motherfucker 
and she's like, din, 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 din. ah, wipe out. And I'm just fucking freaking out now. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm like, whoa, I think I, I think like, I like had a micro pass out, if that makes sense. Like I blacked out for like half a second. And yeah. I got that high once. And I just looked at Ash's mom and I was just like, yeah, I think you should call. I think you should call an ambulance. I think I should just just to be safe. So then I call you and I like, oh, I ended up on the ambulance and now I'm feeling kind of stupid, but my heart's pounding. My heartbeat was 272 uh, beats per, was it beats per second? Beats per minute. Beats per minute. Beats per minute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 272. So now I'm on the back of this fucking ambulance. The guy's looking through all the stuff, and now I'm like, what is he looking for? If he pulls out that motherfucking George Clooney shock machine, I'm going to scream, right? And I'm totally thinking. He's looking for a needle. <laughs> no. So he, like, grabs this little vial, and he pours out like 10 fucking baby aspirin he's like eat these <laughs> and i'm just like i'm like am i okay he's like well i mean he's like your your heart rate is fucking insanely high but you know we're gonna need you to chew on these so that way you don't fucking like throw Never. a blood clot <laughs> yeah and i got to the hospital now i'm embarrassed because i can just picture the radio call from the ambulance to the hospital <clears throat> we, got yeah. <laughs> we got this uh middle-aged man coming in uh well i guess i'm not middle-aged but got this he stinks like weed he's high as fuck <laughs> this dude's high as fuck and he's freaking out he's coming in and so like they roll me in and i'm just sitting there eyes all big like, you know, like <laughs> out of my eye. head Trying not to look stoned, but I'm like, man, it, it felt like every every time just stopped and everybody's just staring at me, you know, like in the TV shows back in the day when something embarrassing happens. Like it's yeah. just a slow-mo montage of like everybody in the area staring and laughing. That's what I saw. And I'm like, they're probably like, look at this fucking idiot. He's high as a kite and can't handle his weed. Yeah. So they ended up like doing chest x-rays and stuff like right where I was, which was weird. That was the first time I ever had that done. It was this weird looking, looked like an old fashioned camera. I was waiting for a guy in a tweeted suit to come out from the corner with like this like little bucket of uh, gunpowder. It was like going to go off. And then they just started injecting me with all types of stuff. And I was like, what's this? They're like, we're going to make you take a nap. <laughs> so I was like, oh, God, thank gave God. Like, Dude, all I know is I was knocked the fuck out. Like instantly. Yeah. The plunger went in. Right. And she's just like, we're going to make you drink a <laughs> and I was just like Ow. I give you like howl or something like something to make your heart rate go down. That was like at eleven forty-five. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning, and some lady's just yeah. sitting in the corner of the room, like just staring at me. She's like, "Hi," <laughs> and 
I was still fucked up, like, from whatever they gave me. And so she's talking to me, and I'm sure she's giving me vital information or something, but all I'm hearing is... Why did you do that? What happened? That's the thing. Okay, so, sorry, you just, like, kind of triggered the thing here. So... All of this really super important information that they would give me in the hospital would be like, they would wake me up and I would be in this half conscious daze and they'd just be firing all this stuff at me. I would completely forget what they said, aside from the fact of, oh, hi, we're so-and-so from the ICU. Yeah. Well, well, I know what was more perplexing to me the more I thought about it after is why was I alone? What do you mean? Why was I alone? I don't know. You told me not to come. No, but yeah, but there's somebody else that could have been there. Well, yeah. You know? So, now... They're giving me information, but all I'm hearing is And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So then when I actually I do wake up then I can't, I know someone was in talking to me, so I have to call them back like an hour and a half later and like, you know, everything you've just told me, can you repeat just all of it, please? Because I have no idea what you said. Yeah. People don't realize, like, you're all fucked up when you come out of that shit. I didn't even know what fucking hospital I was in. That everybody and- kept pointing like I'm leaving and I have all my paperwork and I'm just, just like, All right, bye everybody. And like, I couldn't even, dude. It took me ten minutes to find my way out of the hospital, like to the front. I drove myself to the hospital when I had wicked bad kidney stones. Oh, I, I didn't know it was wrong because I'd never had them before. So they they put me in there, and like, I I had already like texted my wife, and she was already like going to be on her way as soon as she got dressed and stuff. But like. I was in a room. They gave me morphine. I passed the stone after a little while. And then they gave me, my blood pressure was really high. So they gave me Adderall, not Adderall, um, Ativan to drop my blood pressure. Like a, That's like a sedative too. So I was like, I was a little fucked up. And then they were like, like an hour or so later, they were like, all right, like you should be all set. Like you passed it. You're fine. Like, you know, see you later. And they will. They they weren't like, don't drive home. They were like, it's fine. You take your car. Like, don't worry about it. The thing, like, I just, I, <laughs> I just drove home. I've done the whole kidney stone thing and everything else. I did that at home though. Um, went through absolute hell for days the last time. Not, not a contest, many. I'm just kidding. Um, but I, I remember. <laughs> When I called them back, it was, it was a couple hours later, and I was asking them to repeat themselves because I was in the ICU. I didn't know how I got there or anything. It was like, oh, we just were telling you about how you had a heart attack and all this. I'm like, wait, <laughs> let's roll it back a bit. <laughs> Explain. Was this it a peak, one more. Was it a blue accident. 
occur to me. It wasn't a peekaboo accident. You ended up in the ICU. A peekaboo. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just going to pinch you. (laughs) Man. But, like, I think about that, though. Why the fuck was I alone? What if I died? No, what if it was? Pretty sure if there was, like, an overly large abundance of concern of you dying. I mean, the lady, like... I know I was fucked up, but she was. Were you on a monitor? Yeah, I was. Well, that's why. Yeah, but alarm sound otherwise, right? Yeah, so I, I, I know, but I mean, like, like they came for the uh, like they were there for however long, and then they just like went back home, like, and that fucked with me. Hmm. I would have stayed. I know. I love you. I would have done stuff to you while you were out, but I would have I stayed. know, and that's why yeah, I, I love you. <laughs> I fucking wake up with, with rubber gloves inflated over my nipples so it looked like I fucking udders. No, but I would have definitely have painted your toes. <laughs> that's fine. And I bet I could have got the nurses to be in on it. I would have been like, hey, I'm going to paint his fucking toes. And they'd probably be like, I'm not stuck for you. See, I would do the same as you, except I would paint them like a weird fucked up color, like super pale blue or like gang green. Gang green. <laughs> I would paint yours as sparkly as possible. Zumi, what's up with your thingamajoo? Did Zumi just like disappear? Jacoby, shut the fuck up. Well, it sounds horrible. Can you shut the door? I thought he was just sitting there listening, but he hasn't chimed in with anything lately. Sure. Take a shower after. Where is the Zoom? The Zoom. Maybe he lost internet. No, because he's on his phone. I think. Maybe he had to use the loo. He didn't want to stop anyone from talking to say. Maybe, maybe he's going that to put on correct. the chaps. Ooh. I would love to watch Dude, dance in the chaps. If you were to pass clap. out at the hospital, I would, I, I mean, the likelihood of me having this on hand, but now thinking about it, I might just order one just to have it. So... In the hopes that I'll be unconscious in the hospital. Yeah, it's like it's like this latex <laughs> piece. It's just like this latex loincloth, and I would just fucking attach it to your groin area <laughs> and and blend it all nice, nice. And when you wake up and be like, "Dude, they turned like you were came in here all fucked up, saying that you wanted to become a kendo." <laughs> I'd be messed up, man. You no one would do that anyway. <laughs> oh my god! I would still feel it. I would get in there. Then you would see my wiener, or somehow make it look like your ass is in the front. <laughs> so tomorrow, 
I'm going to get my eyes checked. I'm going to the optometrist. And That's this is where you go to get your eyes checked. That's yeah. Good, see. I the last time I had my eyes checked was when I got my glasses. And that's when I was 24. So it's been a little bit. <laughs> I usually get my eyes checked by my podiatrist. It's a he moonlights. Real quick. He moonlights as a mechanic, so it's fine. Then I'd be actually able to see again. These are my old ones. Do I look smart? Thank you. No, no, I'm just kidding. Listen, hear you. Listen, stop flipping me off with your long ass middle finger. Got two of them. So insulting. So insulting. All three of my children have taken to flipping me off now like my six-year-old will walk in here and she'll like give me the finger and leave i'm like what do i do um, i want my son auto turns the shit out of whatever he's making and that becomes it sounds terrible speaking of things that sound terrible okay so warwack <clears throat> i don't know nah. who's familiar with warwack there are these weirdos that have kind of gone viral from where we live. And the ringleader is always jumping off stuff. And he's just like, Warwack in the house with the from the 900 block coming at you. But he's reading like a rap off of a phone. And it's just, it's just terrible. They're so bad. But you know what? I really am starting to think that it's a farce. Someone told me that they're actually serious, but maybe no. I don't know that. Have so. you? Maybe they are just busting but balls. Have you actually? They can't be serious. Have you actually listened to one of their songs? Yeah, they're terrible. All right, but compared to what you're seeing on the reels and the TikToks and all that, to what you're end up listening to on like Spotify or, or they even have their music videos are actually have decent production quality to them. It's just crazy. So I really think that it's bullshit. I really think it's an act because and it's fucking genius. It's genius. It really is. They have so many views. Like they're so popular. Right. More War act, war act, like Iraq, but war act. Oh, I thought, I thought you, I thought you'd wankers. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> they are wankers, but, but they're they're not respected in the hip hop Rhode Island hip hop community though. But they are getting they're getting paid to do what they do because they they have to be making money now with their. Their views are definitely generating ad revenue, and the comments are all just people making fun of them. But that's okay. But you're giving them views, yeah, because that's what they base this stuff upon—the interactions, you know. So are these are these kind of like the island boys? Worse, kind of yeah, sort of, sort right. of. Actually, they rap better than the island. Yeah, boys. And the island boys are just douchebags. All right. 
so speaking of things and whatnot, Zumi and I, well, Zumi more specifically, has come up with this theory that from now on, if we don't want to do something, we just throw orange paint on it. But they're Especially just And I came up with the, like, he was talking about that. I was like, yeah, but, I mean, my, my kids aren't going to be happy if I start lobbing orange paint at them on a regular basis. Yeah. They don't have to be happy. Be funny, though. Yeah, exactly. It's entertainment value. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's very it's entertaining. You can make it like washable stuff, like stuff that won't really make a mess. Oh, don't worry about all of that stuff. Like orange paint is orange paint, right? Like, Just spray matter. paint them in the face with neon orange road paint. Like, get out of here. When, no, you can't have when, fucking snacks. So now right. we, um, so now we don't feel like doing something. Is oh, get me the orange paint, or this is something that we throw orange paint at. <laughs> Don't don't want to go to work. Call in an industrial strike action and get the orange paint out. Works right. Yeah, as universally known as a signal for I ain't fucking doing this. Mm-hmm. It works for me. I'm trying to adapt that into a sense that it would work without being charged with assault. Officer, Jeez, just um, I officer so. All you need to say is, officer, I just wanted to make sure I knew where these people were at all times, hence the orange paint. What about that orange, like, you know how they have, like, the color runs and stuff like that, and it's like that orange chalk dust? When you throw the different colored dusts at people. Imagine just meeting people out in public and you're like, you have a conversation and you're like... I gotta mark you with this orange paint. And they're like, why? Like, because if I run into you again, I don't want to have a conversation with you. I'll notice they're clear because yeah. you're far too stupid. So, Same. I got orange paint here. That's it. Don't watch that off in case we, I see you again. It works. Make sure. You don't. You know what? There's an even better way to do all of that, right? There's a, there's a better solution to that problem augmented reality right you just wear the glasses for imaginary paint on people and you just don't know okay not talking to that douchebag ever again no it should be even better and instead of um <clears throat> orange paint it will be like that black light paint you have the black light oh, people yeah. that can't talk to they you they have flashlights now where you just like so oh, fuck avoid that person but Although this this does go sort of on the whole idea of the uh, the Bill Enberg here's your sign bit that he did. I don't know if anyone's familiar with him. He's a comedian. Yeah. With the uh, yeah, he's he's he he does with like uh, mm -hmm. Jeff Foxworthy and the Geter Dunn guy. Oh, um, those guys. Yeah. Bill Geter. Bill Enberg, but he really very the cable guy. Remember, his he name. was he was like the it was like the here's your sign, like here's your stupid sign because the question you just asked was so dumb. Like he was saying, one time he locked his keys out of his car and he was using a coat hanger to get his keys out. And somebody walked by him and said, Oh, you lock your keys in your car? And he said, Nope, I just washed it, I was gonna hang it up to dry. That <laughs> made me laugh so hard. I was like, I wish I would have thought of that if I was ever in that situation because it's really funny, it's a good comeback. 
But anyway, yeah, it kind of goes on that. It's sort of, that's like a similar thing, right? Like, you okay? Yeah. What happened? We have storms rolling in, so my head's like wonky. There was tornadoes up by Ottawa today. Yeah, so my, like I've had like this weird pressure system headache thing happening all day. I spent the people most up there were like with, this, what? with really energetic yellow shirt guy. So what? Henry, my my middle child. For the last six weeks, he's been going through um, cognitive behavioral therapy. But it's group therapy to help him kind of get over some of his uh, his issues with being around people and, and going to school and that kind of stuff. Because I really need him to go to school next year. Um, and then the last two sessions, so today was the first one, and then on the 20th is the second one, um, was where the parents came in. And it's kind of... A seminar as to how to talk to and how to handle and how to work with high anxiety children. And the guy that was running the seminar, like he's he's a licensed therapist and all that stuff. But he comes walking in, he's in like Levi's jeans, Birkenstocks, and this bright yellow button-down t-shirt. Energetic shirt. Sounds like something Ronan would wear, Pyro. <laughs> yep. So he was energetic yellow shirt guy. Because the guy was like my mom and dad's age. Like he he reminded me a lot of my dad. Um but I spent majority of my day in that room today learning a, a lot of stuff as to how to cope with my child. But at the same point, I kind of learned a lot about myself as well. Because they were talking about um children with anxiety disorders there is an extreme likelihood that someone very close to that child has an anxiety disorder because they're genetic they're passed along genetically right um majority of the time sometimes it's triggered by like mass amounts of stress or huge amounts of change or trauma or whatever but most likely it's because somebody else um within your family uh, your close family has uh anxiety disorder so it works the same like with adhd if you have adhd chances are someone extremely close to you has it as well so you know mother father uh, aunt uncle grandparent that sort of thing right so genetically it's linked in there my mother definitely has adhd well, and that's yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there in the seminar. I'm like, well, our kids fucked. I was like, because you know, I, I have an, I have severe anxiety. Like, I have a diagnosed anxiety disorder that I'm medicated for, and I also have ADHD. So, either way, but I guess they work hand in hand too. It was really, really good. Um, they have like these huge, like ninety inch smart boards that I really want to steal that Let's I see the pictures of what? I need this if you walk out of somewhere with enough confidence holding something people generally won't stop you 
Yeah, that's true. But I do I do kind of want to give it a shout out, though, because I don't know how many centers like this exist around other parts of the world. But here in, in Ontario, at least, we do have a facility here and it's huge. Like the, the facility itself is quite, quite large. Um, and it's called Pathstone Mental Health. And it, what it does is it provides free therapy and mental health care. Um, including walk-in emergency therapy for children who are 18 and younger. Uh, but they do a lot of work with uh, mental health disorders, um, children who need help um, within the LGBTQIA plus community, uh, all sorts of all sorts of different stuff. But it's an awesome, awesome place. They've been really helping Henry quite a lot, and it's all covered by by OHIP. So. I don't know what OHIP is, but it sounds OHIP like a cool the, thing. Our, OHIP for us is the Ontario Health Insur uh, Insurance something. Program. But it's our health care. It's our health care. Oh. Our free health care is called OHIP here, anyway. So, Sounds I, cool. can't, I can't speak about the rest of the world, but I can tell you we have nothing like that in the UK. In fact, like, for example, our my mental health services department is using a converted house like that's the kind of thing that we have here and to get any kind of appointment it's just that like, okay we'll just deal with you short term anything long term you need pretty much unless you're hospitalized it's a case of yeah, just go to your GP, get medicated, and be done with it. Like, well, the biggest problem that we've been having um, with our our mental health care system at this point, especially for for the littles, for the younger generation, is that COVID uh, during that whole pandemic, go figure, it had an adverse effect on on mental health of children. They were trapped in their house for two years. You know, so children who had anxiety disorders or children who had separation issues and all that sort of thing, they were just amplified substantially because they were at home. They were comfortable. They didn't have to worry about anything. They knew mom was right there. So now that it's no get the heck back to school, even though it's been two years since they've been back, I can't get Henry to go. He doesn't want to leave the house. He just wants to be at home with mom all the time, to the point that I've actually considered homeschooling. But at the same point, like, I'm going back to college in October, I don't have the time to go to school myself and homeschool my, well, nine-year-old at that point. So I'm hoping that this kind of helps with that. Fingers crossed. My son had a friend who, uh, after COVID, like was on a year of homeschool because he couldn't, like his anxiety, he just couldn't go back to school. Like he was so yeah, scared. It's terrible. It's terrible. Like Henry, yeah. just I can't, I can't get him to go to school in the morning. I cannot yeah, do it. Like, the last, I, I think the last three months of school. He went maybe for two weeks total. 
like all of his stuff at the end of the year had to be sent home by with his sister because he just wouldn't go back. So my concern is, is that it's going to become a truancy issue, right? Like I and I don't know really how to combat that, and I'm pretty sure the fact that I have two other children who do go to school on a regular basis is the only thing saving my ass right now from the truancy board coming to my door and being like, well, if you can't get your kids to you and go to school, then we're going to take them off your hands. Yeah, well, thankfully, I don't know if it's like it is here, but it all it's all dependent on the school itself. Like, you have some schools who are really supportive in situations like that or in any situation, you know? Well, luckily, like, the, the school that they're at now... Um, they've been really supportive. They've really worked with me. They've even gotten to the point that they had their guidance counselor um, call and check in on me to make sure I was doing okay because they knew how stressful it was to have a high anxiety child at home. So, and he is painfully shy, which doesn't help. I gotta get my ice pack. My back hurts so bad. Oh, fuck. Frog's old, everybody. Fucking so old. I'm slightly younger than Keezy, though. I just want to fight that out. He's like, I'm gonna go get my denture cream. I'll be right back. (laughs) So I can say bottle instead of bottle. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, I'm going to throw this out there now just because I'm ballsy enough to do it. So, as you know, cancer, right? Had cancer for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, destroyed quite a lot of a lot in terms of um, my health and everything. For the record, this my teeth, these, they're not real. For uh, those of us who like making uh, jokes about old people and their teeth falling out, yeah, not real. Wait, who said anything about teeth? I did. I was picking on you. Oh. But to be fair, like, look at my front teeth. And I'm, I'm like... I only have my front teeth. For a while, I was wearing those, uh, like, snap-on veneer things whenever we would do this, but somehow they ended up in the washing machine and then the dryer, and they were never the same again. Yeah, they wouldn't be. No, because they're plastic. They're like... Well, mine are plastic. Mine are actually, like, (laughs) dentist-issued. Yeah. Those are really expensive here. Sad. Yeah, I really they are. I want to do, do. I does this face look shocked? I wouldn't say I want to act shocked, but I'm not because I already knew this. You already knew. You've known for years. But here's the thing, though. Best decision I ever fucking made. Yeah. Ever. So if there's anyone ever out there, so you, as you're gonna look at my eyes while I say this, if there's anyone out there who's ever wondering, you know, like. If your self-esteem is shot, or if your mouth is causing you issues, or whatever, Me. and you're on, 
If you're on the fence about having them all just ripped out and starting over, go for it. So now, do you That's have like the like the like the screws? Well, they all come out. Oh, all right, cool. I could take them out and throw them at you if I wanted to. I won't because that's weird, but I could. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> he put his elbow. So, looking forward to getting to it. Just so everyone knows, if you ever tell me to bite you, watch out because if I'm high enough, I might try to from across the room. <laughs> well, Sivo, I challenge even... accepted. Like, it's not just old age that just causes those problems, no. though. With, like, I... Some people are just born like that. Some people you know, are born like Shitty teeth, you know? And I, I enjoyed it so much that I'm going to get my bottom ones done. Like... You should get those gold. Fuck all of this. Just take the rest of it out. And that's it. Because you never have to worry about getting your teeth whitened. You never have to worry about painful dental work. You don't have to worry about them floating or needing to get straightened or falling out when you're older. Because you just need to call your dentist be like, I'm missing a tooth. Okay, we'll have a new one for you. And just put them right in the dishwasher. You don't put them in the dishwasher. Well, I don't know how you wash them. But there's a certain, there's a certain <laughs> stigma that I think kind of... Thank you. Kizzy's laughing. <laughs> There's a stigma that follows the concept of having that done. Because I think a lot of people relate it back to um, poor hygiene or you're a meth head or whatever the case no, may be. It could be many different When it's reasons. a multitude of things, which is generally why like I don't I don't talk to people about it. Because when I do, they're just like, Oh, did you do drugs? No. Not to the extent that I all my teeth fell out or anything. It was just there's a anything can do it. Anything can do it from genetic to depression to long term illness. Car accident, walking down the stairs. Well, that's just it. So the idea that like how many how many hockey players wear dentures? Yeah, all of them. You could be walking through the woods, minding about, your own business, about as and many a pool table falls on your face. That would suck. Right. You see, I, you see, I've got this, I've got this thing at the moment because it's just this ongoing. So ever since I've had my my health issues, like the my teeth have taken the proper battering, and you know, they're they're my own at this point in time. But holy shit, like with the blood thinners and all of that stuff, like it, it's thing. So I'm kind like, I go to a dentist every three months. Good job. I absolutely love going to a dentist, you know, being the weirdo that I am because, you know, holy shit. Um, so, like, much and... so much better. And you'll save, like, it's it's a lot of money up front. But in the long run, you will save a shit ton on dental bills, let me tell you. Hell yeah. I hate going to the dentist because it's like the hygienists, the one that clean your teeth and stuff, like they just fucking sit there and make comments like, shut okay, the fuck so up, clean my teeth and leave me alone. I already let, feel bad enough about it. Let me it. tell you a story. Let me tell you a story, okay? As to why Minnie hates the dentist. So I was born with an overcrowded jaw. So when all of my baby teeth came in, 
I have 42 teeth. So, pardon me. Is that a lot of teeth? On that, you're supposed to have you like did, yeah, something. Yeah, a huge amount of teeth. Less for an as a child. Oh. So I went from the age of five to the age of 11. I was getting teeth removed, waiting for other ones to grow back in and having those removed. And then I had more removed. I had my wisdom teeth out. I had braces. Like, I have gone through hell and back with my teeth. So when it came down to it, it as, oh, we could do root canals, we could do this, that, and the other thing, or we could remove them. That was it. It was just take them, take them all. Just get it done, because I'm done with it. I'm done with it. You could have them for gold diamonds. You know, if I wanted to get a spiffy set, have like fucking unicorns emblazoned on them or something, I could fucking do it. I could do it if I wanted to. So it'll be fire. Get them all gold so you can be like, huh? Is he fat? Does sound like a feeling not having to deal with the thing, but I think. You would hear me moan so much the fact that I can never ever go to a dentist for normal dental treatment. Like you guys have no idea how much I love. Like this is to the people who watch it. Well, I would you like one real tooth so you can still go to the dentist. How about that? The dentist be the dentist be in the zoom's mouth, he's like <laughs> <laughs> The dentist's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah. Come on, you can get the back to you. Put it in deeper. See, it's funny because we're talking about this, and it's reminding me of a picture you sent me, and I'm pretty sure I still have it. Picture who sent you? You. I sent you a picture? You, yeah. Of the, of the dentist? Not of the dentist. Well, when half my face was numb. I can't fit my my favorite beans. No, you did not have them. I have to still have I tried to drink iced coffee once after my whole jaw was numb and it went all over my shirt. (laughs) I didn't even know I was drooling. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) these fucking little spiders keep dropping out of my ceiling. That would be baby spiders. Yeah. Got a nest hatch somewhere. Yeah, oh, that's okay. We'll eat the moths. Can't be through his hair because it's bald like me. Of course, now I can't find it. I'm bald headed. I'm bald headed bitch. That many you could drop a mixtape after you get your gold teeth. <laughs> yeah, I got minute, bitch. How? I come from Canada. We all got long cabins. Oh my god, no. Maple syrup. Gold teeth are so 90s. No, it's all gold teeth in my mouth. It's gold. Chain around my neck. Diamond encrusted with like a ruby. Like, you know, one tooth. It's just a ruby. That's it. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's my mixtape cover. Chopper Grayson. (laughs) With the rainbow grill. That's probably, yeah, that's Chopper Grayson. 
the yeah, question. I, still have, that I do have the rainbow girls. I have the rainbow girls. They are sad. One time, I, I have gold ones too. One time, I just wore the bottoms to work, and uh, I had them. I just did it for fun. I was gonna take them out like after I got to my office. But on the way to my office, I ended up having a, a serious conversation with the administrator of the building. <laughs> and he just kept, like, looking at my mouth real quick while I tried to, like, not talk with my whole mouth open. Then I sounded dumber. I was, I was walking like, through the hall, you know. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, no, I guess I'm drunk. I was like, well, whatever. I haven't seen some marshmallows. I'm sorry. I don't know what. <laughs> And then I went and signed in and I went to work. No one said anything. I said them out because it makes me talk funny, but whatever. Um. Oh, man. Precious. It's been such a long day today and I have a long day ahead of me tomorrow. Amen to that. And long I ass day. I plan I don't on taking Monday off, so that means I have to make sure Tuesday's booked. And I'm going to do that. I have Monday off already. What are you doing Monday? Uh, taking the kids to a concert Sunday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to it, but they are. So one Direction? No, that was, the teenager went to that one on last night. I no, thought it was Young Big Rock Time Rush. Going to see Youngblood. Who the fuck is Youngblood? I have no idea. I know he was in a relationship with Halsey for a little bit. Who? Youngblood. It wasn't a relationship with who? Halsey. I don't know any of these people. I feel old. Deep inside of hold. Your red sweater. I'll wrap better. Oh, it's like it's. So at least it's not like you know, like the Wiggles. Actually, I would prefer going to see the Wiggles because they're awesome. That big red car song is fire. Yeah, it is. Beep, beep, chugga, chugga, big red car. Imagine if the Wiggles went like new age auto tuned. Like they were just. I tweeted at one of the Wiggles at one point in time. They're good people. Yeah. And they tweeted back at me, and it was a highlight. I was like, oh, the Wiggles know me. The Wiggles know you. They follow My you. My daughter was Twitter. obsessed with the Wiggles when she was a baby. Like, oh, obsessed. The Wiggles were on easily 10 hours a day. That was the teenager. I've never seen that. My oh, kids my never God. watched I'm pretty sure I have their entire discography memorized at this point. My kids like the, um, what was the Yo Gabba Gabba? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Like the that. Silly's out. The silly's out. Yeah, this dancey dance time. Mm. When they no. had Elijah Wood up Fight. there with the shit. Your friends. The acrobats. Don't. Your friends. <laughs> I still sing no. that um, there's a party in your tummy song to my kids when they don't want to eat. And then what was another one that they, they liked? Miss, Miss Spider's Sunny Patch Friends. You like that? I don't think I've ever seen and that. Pat, he used to love Peppa Pig. Jason was obsessed with Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, my son liked it a little bit. He wasn't super into Thomas the Tank Engine. He would watch it once in a while. Oh, no. Like, Jason lived 
and breathe Thomas the Tank Engine. He had like like from a really super young age too. Like I think he got his first train when he was about a year old. But he couldn't pronounce all of the names properly. So the number six engine, and I know this because it was one of his favorites. The number six engine is a little green engine named Percy. Well, he couldn't say Percy. So he would run around the house asking where all the pussy was. I remember you told me this. The same thing with Puss in Boots. Mommy, it's Pussy Boots. I want Pussy Boots. I, that poor woman in Walmart will never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> I love Walmart. Well, my, and Jason's standing there yelling about Pussy Boots, and there's this woman walking by fucking dying. Like, I'm sure she couldn't breathe. She was just laughing so hard because I got this little tiny curly-haired kid beside me jumping up and down yelling about pussy boots. Well, I don't know. Now, today, you have pussy hats. Well, that's true. Uh, Jacoby didn't really say too many funny things. He used to say he, so, he thought when I said put your clothes on, it meant like pants, shirt, you know, underwear, pants, shirt, socks, many things. But if it was like just a shirt, he would be like, Daddy, I'm going to go put my clothes on. Like, he wouldn't say that. <laughs> it was pretty cute. We just used to laugh about it. But, like, Lily calls my mom Gamma because she doesn't pronounce the R in it for some reason. And Jason was kind of giving her a hard time about it the one day. And I was like, what the hell are you giving her a hard time for? You used to call Grandma Hee-Hee. I don't know why, but he used to call my mom he which then Jason, then Henry starts laughing, and Jason looks at him and was like, shut up, you used to call her Munga, which is true. Munga. Munga. Except a cave person, like Munga. Yeah, Munga. Uh, Munga. Love cake. <laughs> he's like, what are you looking at? You have a TV on the ceiling? It's the position of a camera. I can't fix it. I don't know what the hell's going on. He's like hockey. Yeah, no, the computer. He's looking up at the computer monitor right now. Hockey. When he's staring off to the other side, it's because he's looking at the other monitor. I got. I got um, kick over here, and no, I got twitch over here and kick over here. Here, I'm watching. He looks like he's in the control room. Right. Yeah. Okay. Easy's control room. T minus. He's in. It's the, actually uh, a toilet. The knockoff uh, version of Five Nights at Freddy's. He's in Four Nights at Tommy's. <laughs> Two Nights at Teddy's. Oh. Two Nights at Teddy's. That's, real, that's worse. Was, yeah. I don't know how terrifying that would be. Probably a little bit. Especially if Tully's I was in a, a creep. Just a middle-aged man with a bad toupee, and he likes to chew gum. He has really thick glasses. Hey, I'm Teddy. It's like that fucking guy that came up to the table at fucking Extra Life. Uh, for, remember when we did uh, Comic-Con? Yeah. And he comes walking up to the table. He's like... Grabs my uh, 
Xbox MVP award and like picks it up and he's like, so what's the story behind this? What, what are you, some kind of charity? Isn't that the guy that gave us like $500? Yeah. He was like, all right, here's the deal. My brother, he died. It's okay. He was an asshole. Anyways, he left me a ton of money and uh, I have to do something with it or else they're going to take it all because of taxes and shit. So how does this work? Do I just write you a check? Do I? And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. So, like, I'm messaging yeah. my contact at the children's hospital, like, oh, who should he write this check out to? And so he ended up coming back the next day. Didn't even recognize him because he was in a suit and tie. I wrote it on. The but first time. Then the second day, he was in Bermuda shorts and a fucking Hawaiian button up. Interesting fellow. Yeah. Like, it was October. Yeah. Or November. <laughs> yeah. It was like fucking. Cold it wasn't out. warm out. No. And the thing is, it's like you could tell, like, he just went there to give people money. Like, it wasn't like a. He did. It wasn't his type of event. <laughs> like. Oh, man. Mm. Fucking people are weird. I love it. Hey, good. Like, money we got in Bermuda shorts and a Hawaiian button-up, giving his money away to charities. It's a lot better than going out and spending it on crack. So, yeah. Or, you know, he's like, I was firearms. gonna spend most of it on booze and bitches, but you know, he was a, a strange dude. <laughs> it was an experience. We met some characters working that booth, though. Oh, Remember man. that guy that was. You should have sold him that. He offered you $500 for that Monopoly game. We should have been like, yeah, give it to me. Well, I was holding out for more money. <clears throat> Dude, that was great, though. Mine? Every morning, Ant Anthony Michael Hall was just like, hi. <laughs> yeah. Richard Dreyfus. Hi, guys. <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> like, they, our booth, not even wasn't a booth, it was a table, was right in front of the elevators that all the... um talent would enter the convention center so it was great so we got to say good morning to all the celebrities and we got to say good night to all the celebrities that's cool that's great my favorite was when i out peter griffin peter griffin at comic con oh that guy like, oh, you got all, you got all <laughs> no, mad nothing will be more embarrassing than was i still smoking at the time or was i va no i was a vaping i was still vaping and yeah, when you met that, like one of your favorite I, people didn't know it's him. I was outside in the smoking section vaping, and there was this dude just sitting there, and he looked like security. And I thought he was just on a cigarette break, and we're talking, and he's like, "So you having a good time?" I was like, "Yeah, I mean, this is my first time like running a booth at Comic Con. It's like the great, one of the greatest experiences." I was like, "And he's like, I got to meet like." one of my childhood idols, um, Bill Diamond, who creates puppets. Because when I was a kid, I was fascinated with puppetry. And he did, like, the puppets for Fraggle Rock, um, uh, some work on Little Shop of Horrors. Like, he did, like, a lot of my favorite characters. And he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm working the booth with him. But he's like, I just collect the money for him. And we giggled, and he walked away. And then, like, um, 
just looking through the Comic-Con Instagram account, looking for, like, pictures to see, like, if we ended up in any of the background pictures, like, throughout the day. And as I'm going, and it's the dude I was talking to. I can't fucking remember his name, but he did the voices for a good portion uh, in Gremlins and, like, other shows that we grew up on. And I'm like... I'm I I I was talking to this dude, and the whole time I thought he was fucking security, and yeah, he was like one of the people. Yeah, he was, he was the talent. <laughs> I'm just like I felt like the biggest dumbass. Oh, um, remember when we met Big Bird, dude? Yeah, right. It was it was right before he died. It was his, it was it was his, his last. Yeah, it was his last appearance at any comic thing. Yep. The guy who did Big Bird. It was him and his wife. Yeah. He was so old, but he was so nice. So he didn't so say much. Nice. Nope. I think he might have been a little senile, but oh, like he yeah, died. he was it he was very old. Three months later is when he passed away. Yeah, it was his, yeah, and they were even saying yeah. that that one. He's not. This is his last appearance ever. When I met the original Chewbacca, it was a couple of months before he had passed. Peter Mayhew. Because Peter Mayhew's booth was like he was here, and then the um, the Freddy versus Jason, I guess, area because they had uh, the guy that played Jason, and then they had Robert England, right? So it was kind of like bang, bang, bang. Um, and then um, Jason Mews and Brian O'Halloran was at the other end, right? So it was really kind of cool because it was just looking down the line of everybody. And it's like, I know you, I know you, I know you, I know you. <laughs> and then like Tara Reed and no one was there and I felt really bad for her. She yeah, no terrible. one went to uh, Tom, what's his name's booth either? Um, Tom yes. Arnold. No one went to his. Oh, I felt bad. There's always some sort of drama at our Comic-Con. So, like, Alicia Dushku came, and somebody stole her purse. Eliza. Uh, Eliza, that's that's right. Eliza Dushku. Um, about, stole um, her purse. And then John Cleese, like, got into an argument with management of the hotel that's attached to the convention center because it was a problem with the... Um, their AC unit or the cooling system or something like that, but it, like they're like, yeah, the dude was an asshole. It's all yelling at us, calling us morons. <laughs> How about uh, what was the the year we went pyro when uh, the cast of Family Matters was there, and like Urkel had a separate booth because they oh, don't get along, but like he was uh, like, the one far away from them. yeah. But the the two that played uh, Laura and Eddie, Eddie and, were, and Eduardo, his yeah, his and they had their friend. they had a yeah they had their own booth right. They were taking pictures with people for free, like their their like uh, manager or whatever was like, hey, like he had to pull them back in. And was like this is a paid event, like you have to people have to be have to pay to take this the picture. Like that's your money. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he had like two people at a time. He's taking their phones and taking selfies of me and Pyro. Like, what is he doing? Yeah, James <laughs> was like that too. He didn't care. He's like, I don't give a shit. Like, whatever. He's yeah, like, Jason. Well, you want a picture? You want a picture? You want a picture? I couldn't even look at the guy. Who was that? 
got up first anyway, Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes. Oh, yeah. When I first walked up there, I was like staring at the floor because I was just like, I've seen your penis. <laughs> when I, I, I probably would have just been like Snoogans. I remember the first time I met I him. The guy must hear Snoogans or Snoochie Boochies. Like people just oh, yeah. at him. That must get so old. I, yeah. Thing the year, the first year he went to our Comic Con was the I first time I got the VIP pass, so I could get in early, and then I didn't have to wait in the ridiculous lines. I got to like, so what they would do is they would like let a couple of the normal line go, and then like five <laughs> VIP people would go next, and though literally you weren't waiting in line, and so. There was like a handful of people, maybe like four or five people waiting in line for Jason Mewes. And here I am walking in the VIP line mm-hmm. and the, the the people at the at his booth were like, oh, he's just on a smoke break. He'll be he'll be back soon. And I was like, all right, cool. And this dude just stood there and he's just like looking at me. <laughs> I'm just like looking back at him. I'm like, he's like, you know. The line spot was starts over here. I was like, yeah, but I it's like I got a VIP pass. You see right in front of my feet what it says V I P. So I'm gonna wait right here. <laughs> and so he got so <laughs> mad he got out of line because realistically it was kind of unnecessary because it was only like <laughs> three or four people waiting in line at this point in time. <laughs> So I could have just got behind him, you know. Like, it wouldn't have mattered. But then Jason, Remember Mews, you. hold on. But Jason Muse comes walking out, and so now like the lines filling up, and there's like two or three people behind me, and he's like, he's like, man, I don't know if it's the weed I just smoked, but the line looks really fucked up right now. You got people over here, people over there, and I was like, I was like, well, this is the VIP line, and that's you know general admission, and he's like. You guys got fucking VIP here? You <laughs> just like, so like, nobody fucking tells me anything. He's like, I'm over here just thinking Rhode Island's filled with some misdirected motherfuckers. <laughs> A little bit of both. Yeah, very. Oh, man. Yeah, Pyro went two days and then he was like, hey, Frog, you want to go take your kids on this day? Take my VIP pass. The fucking looks I got. Because, like, not a lot of people had them for the last day. Nope. Because uh, the big celebrities didn't really go on the last day. But my kids just wanted to go, like, see Comic-Con. And Oliver wanted to meet um, the voice of, like, one of his favorite anime characters. And I was like, all right, we could do that. So, because you had the VIP, there was, like, a line of, like, anime fans, like, standing, waiting for this kid. And there was, like, nobody in the VIP line. So, like, me and Oliver just walk up. And the, these kids were heated. They were waiting forever. And me and Oliver were, like, he just bellies up. He's, like, you're my favorite character. Like, I forget what the person's name was. He wears, like, a green and black checkered, like, outfit. I don't know. It's, it's like, Monster. Not Monster Hunter. What? Maybe got anyway. on it. Anyway, it's Demon one of those. Slayer? One of them. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, Demon Slayer. That sounds right. One of the characters from that. Well, it's a kid that voices in the American version, and 
he signed Oliver's poster. He was like so happy. It's uh-huh. funny. Usually, it's like a thirty-something-year-old yeah. female that does the American versions of the of the boys. Well, that was when um. I'm pretty sure it was a male, but I could be wrong. I, I don't even know because I mean, the name doesn't suggest either or. So Charles had gone to but Fan Expo here in Toronto uh, a few years back, and he got Jason uh, Naruto pop. That was signed, and and she and it's a female that does the the voice for Naruto in North America as well, and it says "believe oh, it" across it. It's really cute. Speaking of the, I have to show this off now that I said Funko Pop. <laughs> nice Care Bear. Izumi got this for me because it's from our favorite Care Bear movie. Izumi, your favorite Care Bear movie. Oh yeah, straight facts right there. Remember Rainbow Bright? I do remember yeah. Rainbow but Bright. Have you ever seen the live action movie that they made? No, no. I don't it was child. like a straight to VHS thing, and it was like, you know, Star Bright was just like one of those mascot costumes. Like all the characters from that Star Bright were creepy. just like it was. Now that you think of it. But not, and why know what's creepier than that though? Do you remember the Hugga Bunches? No. no Hug a bunch? The Hugga Bunch, yeah. Hugga Bunch. Nope. But they were these dolls. Nope. They were these dolls. Never heard of it. They had a movie, you know, that went along with what the toy line, because that was like the thing back then. Um, I believe it's the Hugga Bunch. Did you guys have um yeah, hug a bunch. There it is. Did you guys have the Sun Tots and the Smoggies? Yes. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I were to make the reference that when I go outside and it's really hot out and humid, I end up looking like a Sun Tot, you would know what I was talking about? No. Because no. I've said that to so many people and they're just like, what the fuck's a Sun Tot? Hold on, now I gotta. I was- I was playing Spy Hunter back then because that was cool. Spy Hunter. Remember Spy I'm Hunter? Considerably younger than you. The best game. Not that much. You're like five years younger than me. Is this the Mandela Effect thing? I could have sworn this show was called The Sun Tots, but it's actually called Stop the Smoggies. It's the Smoggies. Mm, I remember that. But see, we would get Canadian television and cartoons and stuff. Take bed. So that's. Yep. We need to go to bed. Oh my god! I already. You have work in the morning. That's you have work in the morning. You should take a shower. They have like this really big, colorful, poofy hair. It's pretty gross that you haven't showered in that long. Wash your ass. For real, though. Stink. I shower every day. No, I don't. You stink. Go to bed, you shithead. Him and Frog going back and forth. I don't stink. You stink. You're a big poopy face. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my back hurts. Yeah, I know you've said so about 17 times within the last 20 minutes. Well, it really hurts, you? right? This is why men don't give birth. It's also because we have penises. 
Yeah. That would no, be a mess. We would end up murdering your asses after nine months of listening to you bitch constantly. Imagine if we could only do it once. I'm so fucking hot, babe. I'm so fucking hot. I just want a pickle. What the fuck? Give me a fucking pickle. I'm going to say something. And I feel like I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyways. I gave birth this morning to a big giant toad. So. I'm just saying. Okay, so I have collectively put up with illnesses from all of you individually at one point or another. <laughs> Amongst this group, the man flu is fucking real, let me tell you. Nazum is the worst. I think he was fucking dying. But, I just take it like a man. I never even complain. But so it's all like me. A hair above that one is Keezy. Yeah. Hey, at least I, we're not at the top I, of the spiral. You're I definitely to, the next one. I need to just I'm, the I'm the most manly. Hey, one person talk at a time. I need to state for the record right that it was COVID. And... It was not only COVID. It was not only COVID. Yes, it came around with COVID, but there was also the cold. There was also the fucking ear infection. There was ear infection, the repeat, which granted painful. I will give you that. But oh my God. Oh my God. Keezy gets sick and you think that he has fucking Ebola or something. He's just done until he's better. Like that's it. Zoot just said, though, all many just proved is that men are more patient than women because we don't murder them when they're pregnant. That's not entirely true, though. Entirely true. Just watch the news. We're not not as vocal about it, believe it or not, for as much as we do, bitch, which we have the right to do because we are growing a whole-ass person. Like, for me, at my size... The smallest child I had was my oldest at six pounds fourteen ounces. Man, my next child was eight pounds three ounces. I fucking died. Imagine. I died. I mean sixty pounds with that chubby fucker. <laughs> and then I had to push him out without any drugs because the anesthesiologist was tied up in heart surgery. And then Lily was 7 pounds, 13 ounces, so she was almost 8 pounds herself. Imagine if men could give birth. Imagine a bunch of New England pregnant men (laughs) fucking driving around like, oh, fuck! What do you... Get the fuck out of the way! I'm going to be late for my appointment! I just want a fucking donkeys! I just want a fucking donkeys! Quick, give me a fucking Boston cream! Give me a Boston cream now! That was me with ice caps when I was pregnant with Jason. (laughs) I used to, for the last month of my pregnancy, I had these huge cravings for ice caps made with chocolate milk. And they would hit at the most random time. So I'm like waking Ozzy's ass up at like two in the morning to go get a fucking ice cap. (laughs) So where do I go with him? I, I went with him and. We have um, what's called bride checkpoints. So throughout like summer long weekends and stuff like that, they'll just, they'll set up police checkpoints and they'll pull people over and you know see if you've been drinking and everything else like that. They're called ride checks. So we got pulled over by one of these, or we went through a ride check, 
and is like, well, what are you doing out this time of the morning? You know, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, oh, pregnancy craving. The officer, like, shines his flashlight into the passenger side, and I'm like, huge, right? And he's like, oh, wave him through. He's, like, yelling up to the guys at the top of the line. Just Quick, to get, help this guy out! Yeah, like, what <laughs> We need an escort. <laughs> it happens all the time. Like that's the part that I miss about being pregnant is like everyone offers you their seat. Everyone's always giving you food, offering to rub your feet and your back and stuff. The only thing that I didn't like about it at that point in time was like people that you wouldn't know would involuntarily come up and like rub you. Oh god. Yeah, that's not okay. But I had like street so like Walmart and stuff coming up. Like why why are you touching me right now? I don't know you. But it they were rubbing oh, me like it was their god given right to do so. Oh man. Another one for New England. Men pregnant. Honey, your water just broke. I know it's okay, but Brady's got the ball and we got thir- 30 seconds left on the clock. You better fucking wait. This... He's going for his sixth ring. Stop it. I'll just cross my legs. A bunch of fucking Boston Donnie Brooks. <laughs> fucking poorly. You would not believe my swollen feet, guy. You have and no kid. idea. Kid. From now the I got size the diabetes. 44. Yeah, don't worry about this little kid. Nothing compared to the rest of it. Oh, just be a banging kid. I do miss the like built-in armrest though, or like the built-in table. Yeah, that's why you have keys. You just put in the table. Imagine the pissing contests though, if guys were pregnant. It's like, please, I, I was like just about ready to this kid was climbing out of me, right? And I was sitting here fucking building a table. Yeah. I'm building a table. It's like I rebuilt the whole carburetor, guy. I don't want to hear it. And I was dilated I, six centimeters. I was stuck under the car for four hours, kid. You know what? I want to see someone rebuild a carburetor when they're in labor. I would like to see that. That would be... Honestly, I genuinely would. Because that sounds like it would be a feat of... You know, for those who have money and they have children, they can have like themed delivery rooms. There's themed delivery rooms. Oh yeah, there's themed delivery rooms because if you have money, why not fucking wipe your ass with it, right? Wow. <laughs> All right, babe. This is how I want. Okay, I, I want. I want to have our first kid. I, I want it to be in a remodel of like John D's garage. You know, the one like grew up in. I was just happy when my birthing suite had its own private shower. I was thrilled. I thought that was amazing. Because when I had my first kid, it was in the uh, the old hospital, and they had, like, a shower room. It was just a room full of different shower booths, which I did not enjoy. But they went and lived in a room, they really took a shower. I once had an apartment that was like that. Like in the apartment, there was a bathroom and there was four <laughs> toilet stalls and like four shower stalls. No, it was it was a convent, and then they turned it into an apartment. You had four showers in your apartment. Yeah, it was the, our, the bath. It was the craziest thing. It was in Silver Lake, Frog. 
Like, like was uh, it just your apartment or did you share it with a bunch of people? Well, all right. So it was like they were trying to aim it as like a dorm room situation. But the problem is Silver Lake is as far away from the colleges as you could possibly get. So it was me, Caitlin's mom, her mom, and their friend and, you know, their kids and stuff. It was so weird. Each room had a sink. Um, that is weird. It, well, because it was a convent, you know? Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm all up for being neighborly and stuff like that, but I don't want to take a shit while my neighbor's in the shower. Well, I I never actually spent the night there. So we were able to remodel, like, our e individual rooms. Like, the landlord is like, do whatever you want. So the carpet was gross, and I wanted to paint it and all that stuff. So we were staying with my aunt while, while during the day I would go and fix it up. And I started pulling up the carpet, and there was some really nice hardwood floors underneath the carpet. But as I was pulling it, along the edges popped out epidermic needle. Epidermic needle. Oh, God. So I'm like, what the fuck? So now I'm like, I don't think I want to stay here, you know? So I ended up cleaning it all up, and we were visiting um, – her mom because she had finished her room and I just wanted to drop off some stuff so that way I could just get right to work the next day so I was going to pick Jen up who was with Caitlin at the time there visiting the mom and I was just grabbing the supplies I wanted and bringing it back as I'm pulling up the driveway the downstairs person <clears throat> was going to town on some dude on the front step, she was giving him the old fellatio. So oh I'm fucking pulling up, and the guy like jumps up, and the fucking girl falls like off the, uh, you know, her position, and he fucking goes running down the driveway with his fucking pants around his ankle. It was fucking crazy, and I was just like, oh, it's like talking to Caitlin's mom. I'm like, I don't think I can stay here. It's like the lady downstairs. I'm pretty sure is a prostitute. And so she's like, come on, just let's finish the room and whatever. So I was like, fine. So then I go the next day to go finish it up, and there's a fucking bunch of cops hanging around. Something must have happened with the lady downstairs. I don't know if it had anything to do with the old fellatio on the front steps or anything. But the cops like, what are you guys doing here? I'm like, well, we're, I'm fixing up one of the units in here and we're gonna stay he's like yeah, i would stay here the lady's a fucking slumlord he's like and this is a problem street he's like we look like good people we don't want to stay here and so i just looked at caitlin's mom and they're just like i'm uh for the first time pulling out <laughs> and it was like a whole big thing like they were pissed that I wasn't going to stay because, like, obviously I was putting money towards the, the rent. I was like, I don't even want my deposit or anything. You keep whatever I gave you, keep. I was no. like, but, yeah. well, I felt bad because, like, the <clears throat> our friend, um, 
wasn't getting along with her husband's family and that's who they were living with and they were like torturing her so she needed out of that environment yeah but i just no thank you but with that being said we're looking at midnight here so we should probably um wrap it up real quick zoot though says fun little known fact everyone calls them ride programs but most don't seem to know that the R-I-D-E is actually an acronym for Reduce Impaired Drivers Everywhere. Well, yeah, but I didn't want to get into that. <laughs> they give out Christmas ornaments at Christmas, too. I don't know if they still do. Oh, I got so mad at the ice cream lady today, fucking driving on 37 Frog. She was going literally 15 miles per hour going from Reservoir Ave on to 37 and you know people don't slow down when cars are entering 37 and I'm like you're gonna fucking get me killed you're gonna get me fucking killed fucking go fucking go lady right and I so I fucking zoom around the side of her and this is her I hate the ice cream truck around here because they know obviously like my street has a crap ton of kids and how they make money son yeah and they they will drive down my street and park right in front of my damn house with the stupid song playing and the whole time i'm like holding my breath hoping to god that my six-year-old doesn't hear it i used to turn their television up as soon as I would start hearing a faint sound of that music in the distance. Or start vacuuming randomly. Like, I'll sit there and I'm just like, oh no. Like, I am deaf and I could still hear that fucker coming from like two blocks away. Just out of fear. Because I know I'm going to get attacked by tiny, tiny children. uh, I'm pretty sure I made the driver have uh, automatic soft serve because I was pissed when I saw she. I was like, can you ride the fucking phone? <laughs> like, oh my god, I would kill for a Mr. Whippy White thing. Oh. I honestly would you, kill You look for like you would kill for an extremely strong coffee right now. Oh, I could. Uh, I'm not having a coffee, but I, I'm. Uh, okay, hold, hold one minute. I... Gets up, he's wearing the chats. I'm play with my cow's ears. I'm so tired right now, and you all know, but I've been doing the 20 hour fast, and I've been like quite, you know, awesome at it. But I've been staring at this like for the whole thing, right? And I'll open it up. A jar of candy. It's not like in a bag or anything, it's in this fancy ass jar. Yeah, it's British candy. Oh, I can't find those. The squishies. I want them so They're bad. They're so, so good. good. They are and so good. Like Zoot said, we should do a stripper truck. Just driving around in an ice cream truck, blasting cherry pie over the speaker, and then grown-ass men will come uh, running to get a lap dance in the back of the truck. But I don't know. I think they'd be a little, uh, you know, cautious when they see Frog. And call it the VIP room. <laughs> Just frog like. <laughs> She's my cherry pie. Hey, dog. I... Milk these titties get a sweet surprise. Oh, I would 
be your number one customer. And I'm just saying, bye. See yeah, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like his plowing service. Sprinkle that brown sugar all over Which, my face. Last week's podcast title is Frogs Plowing. Dot dot dot. Um, is it buyer beware? What is this week's? I haven't come up with a title. Do this on cast all the time. And now, yeah, and his pyro posts so live. It's like, what is the title? (laughs) Buyer beware. That's what it is. Because it's not, he wasn't talking about plowing snow. (laughs) Nazim's reminiscing. It was the Nozumi plowing. I'm going to guess that Zoot's talking to you on kick. Yes. Because I have Twitch up and I'm just like, or Zoot, sorry, I just, I don't see him. Yep. So. It's on kick. On that note, though, what, what, where, what, what can we close out on? Oh, all right. As far as men being pregnant, thank fucking God that we can't. Because you're right. I would not be able to fucking handle it. I would fucking find the cliff and jump. Because I agree. I would be such a bitch if I was pregnant. Oh. I just can't take it anymore. That shit ain't easy. I want to get, like... I think it'd be funny if we got one of those machines where you put, like, the pads on or whatever and it simulates contractions. Oh, my God. That's that I get one of those and when, like, all four of us are together... Plus banana, because I think that would be hilarious. Do it on all of you, just to see... Nazum, you would probably fucking love it. It would be the best time of your goddamn life. But everybody else. Okay, so can I just can I just ask? Are you talking like those slender tone machines? You're like those pulse things that you put on your like your belly, and it like apparently give you a six pack in like twelve weeks. No, there you can get them. I can't remember what they're from, but they simulate labor contractions, so you could feel like the pain that, uh, relatively at least, that a woman goes through when she is giving birth. It's not the same because you don't get all like the other pains, like the tearing vaginas and the hemorrhoids and the sweating and the vomiting and everything else. But two holes become one. It's just a boat. Just a fucking boat. You know, any day that you go through that kind of pain and not end it with shitting in front of 14 people on a table is probably okay. I wouldn't know. Everybody poops. I was so excited because when I had my first one, I did not shit on the table. I was very happy about that. My last two, I can't say the same. Those poor nurses. (laughs) And it was Taco Tuesday. (laughs) Oh, man. Could you imagine? Oh, man. Imagine going into labor and having some kind of stomach bug at the same time. Okay, so here... Okay, so this brings up something interesting, too. So right before you go into labor... Now, it doesn't happen for every woman the same way, but it does for some. So your body gets a hit of hormones... That basically tells your body it's time to evacuate everything. And when I say everything, I mean fucking everything. So before you are 
thrown into hours upon hours of relentless contractions. You have massive diarrhea first. Nice. It's awesome. Fire in Absolutely. the hole! No kidding. Bring a fire hole new meaning. Uh, Zoot says, the funny thing is pain is all subjective. We have no way of knowing if men just actually have worse reactions to colds than women. Well, and that's true, too, because, you know, it's all an interpretation, right? But... I would still be. I, uh, I, I, I feel like I would be the prime candidate for the scientific. I feel uh, like you would too. I think Nazum would be a very solid baseline for those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Base. Pyro would laugh the entire time because he was in so much pain, he wouldn't be able to comprehend it any other way than a giggle fit. I'm like, this is fucking mm. terrible! <laughs> can fucking kill me! Yeah. Frog would yell. And scream. That really bizarre, sarcastic... <laughs> no, I, can, does it like, I, I um, can just picture Frog like Peter Griffin when he skins his knee. We have to mark this down as something that we have to do at some point in the future. It'd be cool if we could do it on the podcast. Campaign we make a game out of it. Like we'll answer like true or false questions, and if we get them wrong, it gets activated. But it'd be even better if we could get machines where Mini can activate it and deactivate it. That would be cool. I mean, she could do I it for PC. I would hook myself up and I'd play along. That would be fun. I've done it three times. I can do it a fourth. Because honestly, like, the first round of labor versus the third, huge difference. Frog would just scream, more, daddy, more. No, that's no, that, I that was Zoom. I'm like, <laughs> that's Zoom. So, so I, guess, I guess that's a good place to... Yeah. To throw in the and I'm all set. When it comes to males giving birth as a male, I think I could speak for the other men in this podcast arena that when it comes to us being pregnant, we are definitely all fucking set. This is Fearless, Leader Mini, Nazum, Pyro, Kisi, and Froglanos Dick. No S. When you use all your fingers. Saying thank you for hanging out with us and have a good night. <laughs>